Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Welcome to the third in a six-part series we're calling Suit Up for Victory as we study through the Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18 passage. In the first two podcasts, we learned that Jesus has ultimately won the victory. And when I say ultimately, that's exactly what I mean. He has no real adversary. He has crushed the head of Satan when he died on the cross and validated it by rising again from the dead. He is the exalted, glorified Christ, who is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. He is the great victor in the battle. But then we learned in the second podcast that even though that's so, there is still a struggle for those of us that are Christ followers. The struggle is real. We fight not against flesh and blood or other humans, but against Satan and his demonic force. And that fight on a day-to-day basis fleshes itself out in temptation and enticement. Uh, Satan knows us and knows our vulnerable spots and he has his schemes, his evil planning, his wicked evil plans for us. But the truth of the matter is we can have victory. We can appropriate the victory that the Lord Jesus has already won for us. We do not have to fail. We do not have to be devoured by the enemy. And that's what this third in the series begins to apply. What we're talking about is, is uh, the armor that a soldier wears. And that's what Paul is using to depict our practical Christian living in the midst of the battle. And so Paul gives six pieces of armor, and we look at the first two today. Verse 14 of Ephesians chapter 6 says, says this, Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So he begins by saying, Stand firm, therefore. This is the third time in this passage that we're told to stand firm. It's, it, it is, uh, a, if you can pick picture a soldier in hand-to-hand combat, and I know that's a tough picture, but it certainly is in some ways a good picture of, of Christian living on a day-to-day basis if we are battling the enemy, Satan, and what he throws at us. It is, in a sense, hand-to-hand combat. If you can picture that soldier there and he's being told to stand firm, uh, there is resolve and there is effort involved in this. I, I want to tell you that right now. The victory has been won by the Lord Jesus Christ, but as we live our daily life, we have to resolve, stand firm, resolve that we are going to honor Him. We have to make an effort to honor Him. Don't let anybody tell you that all you've got to do is let go and let God. Look, there is that whole thing of, of God working in us. As a matter of fact, uh, what we're talking about here in putting on the armor, we're talking about applying, practicing, working out what is already in us. 
in uh, Philippians chapter 2, Paul uh, told the Philippians believers in verses 12 and 13, So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, there's that word, it's all about obedience, as in my presence, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, listen, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for... It is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And so, obviously, God has started this work, and God is working in us, and and God has uh, given us uh, all that we need. God is working in us, but then we are told to work out our salvation, not work for it. We've already been saved, but to work out what what is in us. And so, here we go. If we're going to work out what is in us, let's look at the first piece of armor. It says, having girded your loins with truth. Now, uh, that's sort of ancient language there, but the loins, the lower area uh, of the abdomen, uh, kind of the belt line there, uh, truth. This is the first piece of armor. And, And this whole thing of having girded, it's talking about a tough leather belt that in 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 uh, those days for for soldiers they would use that belt and it would be the first piece of armor that they put on they would use that belt to gather up and hold together their tunic or their their robe though all those flowing robes that they wore in those days uh, it was something that would keep the soldier from getting tangled up in his robe I love, again, the language of 2 Timothy chapter 2, where Timothy's talking to, uh, where Paul, rather, is talking to young Timothy. And he says, in verse 3, suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Paul tends to use this soldiering language more than once. And he says, no soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. No soldier entangles himself. This belt kept the soldier from getting tangled up in his robe as he was able to move freely about and to engage the enemy. Um, and, and this belt, uh, while he was wearing it, protected the lower abdomen. And one, one um, uh, commentator that I read said that even it protected the lower part, uh, his reproductive organs, so that he could cont- continue to reproduce. Think about that. Truth in this case, being girded about with truth, truth is genuineness. It is integrity. It is truthfulness. Uh, some people would look at that and think that it's talking about the truth. And, and that's not, in this case, what it's referring to because the truth will be seen in another piece of armor. Uh, the truth is in the truth of the Word of God. That is not what is being referred to here, but it's re- being referred to, it's referring to your own personal genuineness, your own personal integrity, your own personal truthfulness. And so, uh, what does it mean then? If we put on the belt of, of uh, truth, what, what are we talking about here? Well, first of all, uh, we're talking about uh, being prepared. Because if, if the first thing that uh, you're going to put on in this armor is to gather up everything and to uh, lock it in with the belt, that is uh, uh, the first step of preparedness. 
and and it will keep us from tripping up in the battle. More about that in, in just a moment. But it, it as we gird ourselves, as we put on the belt of truthfulness, we're saying that we are going to be real. We're going to be genuine. We're going to act with integrity. Integrity is what holds everything else together, our own personal integrity. Satan talking about his schemes, his wiles, his methods, his evil plans, Satan is the master deceiver. He, he is the master deceiver and he wants to deceive us, but he wants to make us, cause us to be deceptive. And integrity is being real, it's being genuine, it's being right, it's being honest, it's being truthful. That's, that's what we're talking about here. And, and so everything else is, is, um, is affected by that. And if we're not uh, truthful, if we don't act in integrity, we will get tripped up in the battle. Satan will acknowledge that. He will realize that. And, and he'll see that we're getting entangled. We, you know, a lack of integrity can get you entangled, can it? And so we put on truthfulness. We put on integrity. We don't allow ourselves to get entangled in the battle. But then there is a second um, piece of armor mentioned here in verse 14, and it's this. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate of righteousness. Um, this piece of armor was uh, up in the upper area, the chest area, and it, it was designed to protect the vital organs, such as the heart and, and the lungs. Uh, this piece of armor, I've read in, in the commentaries, it could be a very heavy, thick piece of, uh, of leather with, with things uh, attached to it, such as uh, uh, horses' hooves or, or other kinds of pieces of metal. Or it, another one, uh, it could be strips of metal that wrapped around the chest held together by pieces of leather. Or it could have been uh, a kind of a chain mail uh, piece of armor that went on. But the point is, uh, when the arrows came in or when, uh, when struck with the sword or, or attempted to be pierced with the sword, it would uh, deflect it. It would stop it so that it could not get through to those vital organs and, and, uh, and cause death. Well, Isaiah chapter 59, I, I have a feeling that the Apostle Paul was very familiar with this passage. Isaiah 59, uh, Isaiah is uh, talking to, to uh, the Jewish people and, and he has um, given them a message from the Lord. And in verse 15 says, yes, truth is lacking. He who turns aside from evil makes himself a prey, a prey. And, and now the Lord saw, and it was displeasing in his sight, that there was no justice. And he saw that there was no man, and was astonished that there was no one to intercede. And then his own arm brought salvation to him, and his righteousness upheld him. Listen to verse 17. He put on righteousness like a breastplate, and a helmet of salvation on his head. And he put on garments of vengeance for clothing, and he wrapped himself with zeal as a mantle. So you see there, the, the, the prophet Isaiah is picturing the Lord is armed for battle to, to seek vengeance against 
his enemies against, or against those that were not living in righteousness. His, and, and he called this a breastplate of righteousness and, and a helmet of salvation, which is another piece of the armor that we will study later on. So you know that the Apostle Paul had to have been very familiar with that and probably drew from this passage as he talked about the breastplate of righteousness, this very important piece of armor that protected vital organs. Now, I want you to understand this. We already have the righteousness of Christ. We, we already possess the righteousness of Christ. This is not about that. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, He who knew no sin um, became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Christ's righteousness has been applied in us. But this is a call to righteous living, to living out the righteousness that's in us. And so we've got to understand that when we let down in our righteous living, when we let the breastplate down, the enemy can strike at our vital organs. He can strike at our heart. Ephesians 4.27 says, Do not give the devil place. Don't give him a foothold. Don't even give him an opening in the armor. But, but rather, work to live out that righteousness that he has placed in you. And that is the call today, that we would practically apply what God has already put in us, that we will stand firm, that we will be resolute, that we will put in the effort to apply what God, to work out the salvation that God has put in us. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.